She's a Doctor. Hi, I'm Dr. Dobek, and she's a dietitian. Hey, I'm Hannah Schuyler, and together we are the Doctor Dietitian, dietitian collab. collab. And today we are talking about change. Change. I know. There's a lot of songs about change. I was about to say chain, chain, change, but that's chain, chain, chain. That's not the right lyric. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to try to sing one too, and I'm like, I really can't think of one, but I yeah, know there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot because it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Change is, I'm going to argue, it might be one of the hardest things that we do as humans. Yeah. I mean, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's hard. We all can really beautifully articulate all these amazing things we want to do and accomplish and see our lives as, but to actually do it. Put that into action. Ooh, action is tough. Yeah. Super tough. So we're going to go all into the stages of change today. And this is something that I've really reflected on a lot over the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. I give talks for, to different bariatric surgeons, to different people about the way I, even hospital administrators, like I've, Mm -hmm. I've given this kind of concept many, many times that the stages of change are truly so applicable to the bariatric journey and Mm -hmm. how there are different aspects of that different stage that you're on that really um, we're just going to dive into. So you can identify yourself somewhere on this sort of continuum of change. There's no start and there's no stop. And that's the one major thing with this. Yeah, it is. I'd say, yeah, I'd say once you're kind of in it, then there's no start. I think there's a, there is a, I would think there's kind of a starting yes, point. Yes, there is a start. You're right. But there there's is a not, start. like, once you're kind of in it, it's like, a, it's like a loop, basically, or it can be a loop. And ideally, and we'll talk about what each of these stages are and kind of what we're alluding to, but um, ideally you get to a point where you're at a comfortable, like, where you don't have to necessarily make big changes. You might mm-hmm. be tweaking mm-hmm. and you're adjusting and doing those types of things, but you're not always having to, like, reinvent everything when we're talking about this. Exactly. Exactly. So let's, let's dive in. Yeah. So the first stage of change is pre-contemplation. Yes. So pre-contemplation is when you're not even actively thinking about this Yep. at all. You don't really know there's a problem or you don't recognize that there's something that you want to change. You're just living life. Yeah. You might be unaware or maybe someone in denial that you want to change. So This is when you, again, like treat yourself, live one Mm -hmm. life. I'm not that big. I don't know much about, let's talk about surgery and this whole thing, of course. You don't know much about surgery. So you have no interest in modifying your day-to-day lifestyle. Yep. And I think to me where this is where people like usually are not reaching out to us, but it might be somebody reaching out or pushing you on on your behalf and you're super resistant. Mm, yes. You're probably in this stage of somebody saying, well, have you thought about maybe your, maybe your primary care doctor says, well, have you thought about bariatric surgery? And you're like, hell no. Yeah. You know? Exactly. That's, that's fair. You're not, you're not there yet. You know, I've heard this many times that you'll go in for my knee hurts, lose weight, mm-hmm. my, um, whatever, you know, I yeah. have a cold, lose weight. Right. Like, okay, back off. Like treat my current situation here. Yeah. And yeah. Whatever. Weight loss could help with certain things, yeah. but, but you know. I have an ear infection. You're not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah. Enough. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Like I, you're shaming me. I don't even want to come yeah. here. We talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, you know, you're talking about the primary care and you know, whoever else, there's lots of specialists and healthcare providers, but 
One of the biggest ones that I feel is the most cringeworthy, and I've heard this repeatedly as well, is that you're a lady, you're getting a pap smear. Uh-huh. And it can be... It can, be, it can be challenging to find the cervix to get the right cells yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So I have heard that OBGYNs, I'm going to call it out, have leaned over their leg as they're in this very vulnerable stirrups uh-huh. that we just all can, uh-huh. can feel and know. Yeah. And have you thought about losing weight and having bariatric surgery? Oh my God. No, I've never once in my life thought about weight loss. <laughs> Thank you. Right can now you, while my- Can you get out of my yeah. vagina? Yeah, <laughs> wow. That's great that you, mm-hmm. you're up there just like wanting it to end. This cold speculum yeah. is going in and we're talking about Losing weight. And, and so that, my my colleagues, is not the best time yeah. or way to approach <laughs> somebody this. that you don't know what part of their stages or their mindset yeah. is or, you know. And, and asking the question is kind of how you can find out. But then I think it's respecting their answer. Yeah. If they say, nope. Like, okay. I know. You know, there's times to push and there's times not to push. Exactly. Well, you as somebody that's totally all into this business of knowing the incredible effects of bariatric surgery, I know that you too have, you know, been out at a store, been in public or something. You've seen somebody who's obviously like struggling with their weight and you see them. And I get asked all the time, like, oh, did you, did you? mention to them like hey maybe that you know that you mean well like oh i have never ever i never would i know i wouldn't either i wouldn't approach somebody in public and be like have you thought about bariatric surgery like i know if they have thought about it yeah no they reckon they may and again they may not feel that the problem is that bad yeah or you know we see it from a different perspective and that's the other thing is i'm not living that person's life i don't know how they feel i don't know anything about them i know no absolutely not would i ever approach somebody that's awful it is awful yeah awful awful now you know there's other things smokers they might not feel like it's a problem like i don't care and so they might just keep on going you know same sort of idea there's a lot of different examples that of course so many different ways that this can factor into your life exactly okay so that's pre-contemplation and that is i believe the most sensitive way of getting pulled into this whole continuum is is not at your own will yeah but sometimes that primary care doctor or whoever yeah that maybe that maybe you have had surgery and you are the one that is in public and you see somebody and you are so thrilled that like you were me yeah and and i know some of our patients do feel like hey i lived it like i can empathize like nobody's business right like if somebody had done this to me i wouldn't have it wouldn't have bothered me maybe yeah Yeah. or maybe push yeah i just didn't even know about it happening so but no matter what, if if you kind of get if it gets put on your radar at that stage, and obviously with like social media and TikTok and Instagram yeah. and people sharing their stories a lot more, and this whole bariatric community that is growing, mm-hmm. I do think that it's not as um, odd or unknown. I mean, mm-hmm. there are still people all the time that is like, "What do you do?" And we talk about that. It's it's just like, "What do you mean? You never right. heard of a gastric bypass?" Yeah, exactly. Like, what, I've what had family live? members that don't know about it. It's weird to me. Like, do you live in a cave? My tiniest family members. Yeah, they're like oh, so. What, what for, weight loss surgery? Oh, what what is that? Yeah, you know, you weigh eighty pounds, so yeah. Like. They might be like, oh, is that like the lap band? Yeah, 
like maybe a decade ago, and I get it, you're not like as up to date with the yeah, cutting exactly. edge literature on this, but there's been a lot of innovations yeah. and it's progressed massively since then. But, you know, in that time, no matter what, if it gets put on your radar, you see it, you hear it, you're at a functioning, you, you know, I do think that it is good because the scene has been planted mm-hmm. and you may not be ready now, but it might, you might be kind of perking up to it. Yeah. Or at least heard about it. Yes. It's out there. Now, the next stage is contemplation. All right. And this is, you know, I feel like there are so many parallels to this. I talk about smoking and, you know, kicking any habit. Mm-hmm. But it can also be not like, oh, I'm going to change unhealthy behaviors to healthy behaviors. It can be things like, I want to start a family. Yeah. I want to get pregnant. I'm ready for that next step yes. of whatever it is. Yeah. So, like, pre-contemplation is like, yeah, I know that, like, okay, once I kind of go through puberty, I understand, Someday. like you said. Like, yeah, exactly. day I may... Maybe I might want to have a family. I yeah. I know how that all works. Yeah. But then it goes into like, I remember the contemplation stage uh-huh. when I thought, wow, I am ready to like, actually like start going for this. Yeah. I mean, some people enter the stage at, oh, well, this happened. They yeah. enter that action, you know, Different, kind of yeah. a thing. But like the contemplation is when you are now ready. Mm-hmm. You're ready to start to really look into this and you're weighing out the pros, the cons mm-hmm. of actually taking action. Yes. And how does this work? How do I prepare myself? How do I do the, like you're doing, you're research. doing research. Right. You're looking on social media. You're starting to maybe look up bariatric surgeons near me or weight loss programs near me or whatever it might be. Exactly. And that's where you're really, you know, hopefully you're listening to this podcast. You yeah, might be in this exactly. contemplating stage and mm-hmm. you're, okay, let me get more information about this. Let me look at other people's journeys. I do think that the patient's voice and what their stories are is the most powerful mm-hmm. part of contemplation yeah. because it shows like, wow, look at them and look what they've done and accomplished mm-hmm. and it makes it more real and it gives you hope. Like that yeah. could be my results too. Right, exactly. And honestly, it could be. So that's, you know, for what we do at Body by Bariatrics, like when I'm looking at this from like, where are we at on this whole cycle? Uh So pre-contemplation, sure. We might have some relationships with referring providers. Yeah. The big thing is contemplation. Again, the podcast. We're on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can DM us. You can check out our website. So that's like you said, Googling things. Yeah. You land upon this website. Land upon it. Right. And you're looking at the different procedures and all those things, pros and cons. Mm -hmm. And that's a tough one. Um, The pros, yes, I want to get healthy. Yes, I want to get rid of my comorbidities. Yes, I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And then the biggest thing is, like, why do you want to do all those things though? Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think you're going to cross beyond contemplation. Right. If you don't really... You, the cons, sure. You could you could say I could you know have all these complications. Yeah, I could, I I could die. Wanna, I want to go through surgery. Okay. Yeah, there's all sorts of things that you could you could totally talk yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you're weighing and looking at all of the things, you've got to have really just if you're writing this down, why do you want it? Yeah, if you don't have that like north star to follow, yes, you're gonna probably sit in this stage for a while. And yes. that's the other thing with these is these. Yes, can, I think a lot of times we look at them as like a very definitive thing and you really can fluctuate between these mm, great point. so especially as we start to move into some of the the other ones you can kind of like so you know as you go the next stage i'm gonna spoiler alert it's preparation <laughs> um so maybe you start the preparation maybe you reach out to the program and you get that call back or you get the text back or you get the email or whatever it is and then you're like Oh, oh, nope, nope. I'm going back to my, I'm going back to my research a little bit here. I'm not quite ready. I oh, dipped yes. my toes in. 
but I'm now I'm getting back out of the pool. Gosh, we see this. I would say this is you're you're maybe it's a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there alone. You feel low. You feel like I, I, I got to do something. You change. submit your stuff, and then the next morning, Sunday, hello, Doctor Demick. Um, yes. I would love to take. She care will of text you. you on a Sunday morning, folks. Too. I do. That's when I do most of my texting, as we know. Um, on the weekends, I get caught up and I write to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and if I again, we say it's us, it's us. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that so it's so it's so interesting to me because I haven't really been involved so much on the front end. Yeah. Um, because when I was hospital employed. There was always a, a front desk receptionist or yeah. some sort of coordinator that would contact the patients. Yeah. Now we we text and I can and it's you know an easier way of getting started. I can see. I'm shocked by I would say like ninety to ninety five percent of all the leads that come in, um, wait or don't mm-hmm. respond initially or say they're just not ready or just ignore you and ghost yeah. you. Like I'm like wow you filled out this whole form. We get ghosted a lot. We do. It hurts our feelings. It does. Well, we would love to take care of you. And and honestly, like taking the first step, I've Mm -hmm. said this many times, is always the hardest in doing something overwhelming like changing. Yeah. So you've taken the first step. You put in your information. Like I promise we won't fight. Like just keep taking the information. Like no obligation. But if you did that, I'm always like, just do the consult. Like Right. Just, Just one more step. One more step. Just keep learning more and just keep contemplating, contemplating, yeah. contemplating. But if you don't, and then you six months later, you text us again, great. You move back into that. And that's exactly. the other thing. So I think that's where, again, we kind of look at it as like, well, once you leave that stage, you can't go back. or It's very just definitive. And it's not. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. It's, yeah. Yeah, I love that. It is fluid. Mm-hmm. There is no obligation. Yeah. Like nobody wants to feel like, oh my gosh, if I write back to her. Then I'm like locked in. Like you do not like you can learn more. So many more steps between here and there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And if you do say that, I just can't do this. We can, I can talk to you about, I can help. We can help you with your pros and your cons. Yeah. I always feel like the biggest con, even beyond like the actual technicality and complications Mm -hmm. of the surgery are more in you in Uh nutrition. Yeah, And that like, what is life? Like, again, we talk constantly about the fear of the unknown and like eating. I like to eat. I have to eat. I, you know, yeah. And I always tell people during the initial consult, I'm like, this is my partner, Hannah, and she's cool. That's her superpower yeah. in that <laughs> she gets it. She's, yeah. we're not like, you're not going to be told like, okay, you only eat dry chicken breast or like these yeah. same like stale kind yeah. of like thoughts about like healthy nutrition, the food guide yeah. pyramid, like that stuff is like, we're, we're totally beyond that. Yeah. So you are not going to have to like eat only vegetables and just this yeah, bland, bland and terrible and... stuff. Yeah. No. So that's, that's all I think one of the biggest yeah. things in getting, getting to this preparation as you've mm-hmm. already kind of said. So now as far as preparation goes, this is where if you have insurance, mm-hmm. they have a policy and they have all of their own, these lovely policymakers, oh. these medical directors, whoever they are, and they sit in their ivory towers and they make these rules of like, this is what you need to do and accomplish to be able to be what we call paired to have surgery, yeah. which is like crap because we are the ones that are in the trenches and we know when a patient's prepared and like, right. you don't trust our decision. Yeah. Now, a lot of the insurances are you know, moving towards allowing, putting us back into the kind of ownership yeah. of, of that. They're being more chill. They are being more chill. And we have a whole episode on insurance and really just demystifying mm-hmm. that whole thing as well. 
a lot of it is not as hard as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Used to be, you know, you have to be there six months to a year and like go in person right. or virtual. You can get completely prepared, educated, even better than you used to because it's convenient. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, yes. Very, very, very easy on yeah. that whole thing. Now, you're also in the preparation. There's, yes, the insurance requirements. Yes, if you're going to sell pay, you have those sorts of things. But it's also just like setting expectations mm-hmm. for, okay, this is when my surgery will be. This is what I bring with me. This is what it yes. will feel like afterwards. When can I go back to work? Like all of those questions, those FAQs, those things will absolutely be thoroughly reviewed during that preparation process. Yeah. And then I think another part of the preparation, and this this is where then, of course, we start to move. Again, I'm just going to spoil each next one, moving into action. Yes. But it's where we start to say, okay, we're going to do the pre-op diet changes. We're going to work to make some of those habit changes now in preparation. If surgery really is the action mm-hmm. phase of this, we're going to start to make some of those changes in preparation, both physically and mentally, because those those go hand in hand with being successful throughout this whole cycle and, exactly. and after the action during the action phase. And I think that that's huge. And that's my gripe with insurance. Some people literally enter this and having looked into bariatric surgery and the lifestyle and research, and they were in contemplation for years, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. So when that switch goes off, I'm ready. You're, you're absolutely ready yeah. for action. Some people, like, I need a lot more hand-holding. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with this. This is so unknown to me. Wow, information overload. We have on our website, for example, you can download it, our Bariatric Surgery Success Guide. Mm-hmm. And it's dense. Yeah. You know, we have like a lot. of pages long. <laughs> it is. And I need to, I'm constantly like, I got to add about 10 more pages yeah. to it. And just to give you this like really great outline of the diet before and after surgery and incisional care and movement and all the, all the things that you're, that sometimes you don't know that you don't know, like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. Vitamins for life, labs, follow up. Oh my gosh. Like I'm overwhelmed. I'm slithering back into like, forget about this or contemplation or whatever. So, but I do think that the the key to success is being organized and prepared. So mm-hmm. once you kind of lean into it and you you go all in, I mean, some people get this stuff, like I said, laminated, printed. We love that. Oh my gosh. We love yes. that. When you're really like, Beautiful I am going binders. to know every detail, mm-hmm. these things. So action, action is, action. yes, that is the <laughs> surgery itself. Yes. And that's also in the preparation of this, which surgery are you going to pick? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go with the sleeve? Are you going to go with a gastric bypass? Did you already have surgery and now you're co- contemplating and preparing to have it revised right. or converted to another procedure? And why? And all of those, you know, types of things to get you to the operating room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about just explaining that day yeah. and what it feels like to come drive to the hospital like oh my gosh I'm really doing this like yeah. I'm actually doing this and then you walk in and everyone's sitting in pre-op and pretty much most people will say like I'm just super scared like yeah. they're and you can see some people their like heart rates are up and they're like visibly shaken so yeah. and like am I the only one that feels this way I'm like literally everybody today I've seen yeah. is like this <laughs> and I would try to be very just cool and calm and just like we got you but yeah you're normal cool calm collected self 
Yeah, that's me. Yeah. That, that, I, I just exude <laughs> that the, like energy. Those are the adjectives I used to describe you. Yes, I'm often. like a lavender haze coming you at you. <laughs> okay, Taylor. <laughs> I know she's everywhere. Um, even on the pod, Taylor, yeah. if you're listening, thanks, girl. Um, but yes, you know, like try to like calm you down. Yeah. Sometimes I'll even prescribe a little low dose Valium, just like take the edge off. Yeah, you know, and it's. It's a big deal. But then on the other side of it, some, you know, patients a lot, there's also trickled in there, maybe some bigger doses than others. Excitement. excitement. Like, yeah. dude, I'm proud of myself. Uh-huh. I have contemplated this for years. I have done every diet and exercise plan in the book. Mm-hmm. I have taken the meds. I have tried my best and I'm giving myself all the grace and mercy that I am ready for action. Yes. And then you do it. Mm-hmm. You're on the edge of that cliff. We open. You jump, mm-hmm. and then you're like, man, the descent was cool. Yeah. Like, gosh, that was so cool. The view was incredible. It felt in- insane. Yeah. And, you know, the journey is a wild one. And it's, oh, it just has all that exhilaration that's involved with it. Yeah. Then we've, we've had, we've talked about this often. You're in that initial weight loss, the yes. honeymoon, things are great. Wow. Every time I step on the scale, I'm losing weight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like I'm getting noticed. Oh my gosh, look at my pictures, my face, my clothes. Like yeah, this is so good. It's just going right. And that's still to me all the action phase, I would say, because you're still making all those changes. That's you're a great still, point. You're still, you know, living the the lifestyle and doing all of that. You're still in action. You're still probably learning too. Yeah, you are. And you definitely are still learning because mm-hmm. You, we can, you can be the most prepared. Yeah. People ask me all the time, like, tell me what your best patients do. And and that's what you're trying to do. Like you're undergoing this major change and you really want to make sure that you are like the A plus gold star student, Mm -hmm. best patient of the best, the goat, who doesn't want to be a goat. And you just, you want to come out there, but it's, it's just like so impossible to predict again, the parallels to pregnancy, you know, like. Hannah's pregnant now and she is such an organized, level-headed person. And then when it comes, it's like it's 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 impossibility. You can read every you don't book know. and all that. Yeah. But... You don't know what's gonna be your reality. Yeah. That's like, what I always tell like when I talk to people, it's like or when people ask about, you know, what do you enjoy with your job or anything like that. I'm like, I really love talking to people like after surgery, because they're actually in it at that point. Yeah. You, you know, people ask me, Well, what what am I gonna be able to do? I'm like, well, you may be able to do this. You might be able to do that. I can't tell you right now because both are a possibility at this point. Exactly. You know, I'm like, oh, well, water might make you nauseous. I can't predict it if it will or not, though. You know, like, I know. Just little things like that. Yeah. And people will even like, okay, look at my, you know, all my preparation. I have all of the the protein shakes, the yes. all the things. You're like, I hate the way this tastes. Oh, yeah. Don't change. overbuy protein shakes. That is always advice I give pre-op. That is a great don't point. Over- don't some, do that. Yes. But don't over, don't, don't buy nine cases of Because then you're like, I hate this now. Yeah. And then people will be generous and give it away. But like, don't waste your money. Don't waste yeah. your money in, in some of that you can't really take back. So just yeah. be careful in your preparation phase. Yeah. phase. Don't overdo don't it, my prepare. friends. You, you, my overachievers yeah. which i i love but yeah action <laughs> would say is you know just like you said it's so fluid you're always going to kind of go back and forth mm-hmm. with an action and you and, know and then again into the next stage which is maintenance yes and i think that there's maintenance in two ways we can kind of look at that so there's weight maintenance which is what obviously comes to our mind because that's what we focus on but there's also just maintenance with the lifestyle changes mm-hmm. so you may still be in that weight loss phase 
but your lifestyle is pretty much in maintenance. You've got it figured out. You know what you're eating mm. every day. You know when you're working out. You know you're getting your fluids in, but you're still actively in that weight loss stage yes. as far as physically, but mentally, emotionally, you're maintaining. Yes. And that's a great place to live. It is. That's where we want to get you to. We want to get you to there. I will tell you when you get to it though, it's really hard. Yeah. Because it's also not as exciting. Right. I mean, who, I mean, action versus maintenance. I yeah. mean, like, it's just like bleh, boring, yeah. meh, whatever. It's not. We're not watching like maintenance movies. No, we're not. There's no <laughs> drama. Where's the cinematic appeal? Yeah. Like, no, you want to see action. Yeah. Our lives are packed with action. We kind of live for the drama, you know? So tangent on movies. I always fall asleep during like major action scenes. Like if we watch a movie at home. That's like guaranteed when I'm going to Me too. Sleep. I think that stuff is so lame. I actually hate it. But anyway. He laughs at me. He's like, I was like, what happened? They fought? Okay, cool. I know. Like, I know. I don't, I, don't li- I don't like that stuff. I don't like it's it. dialogues. So I know. That's it. I need to know the relationships and the drama. <laughs> yeah. I love rom-coms. Like, yeah. I live for that. So, yeah, maintenance is like, oh, and they lived happily ever after. Right. Like, no. I mean, I just told you before here, I'm like, my most liked reviewed uh, Instagram story I've ever had is when I got a flat tire. Yeah. I'm like, people like to see like, oh, well, what did you do then? Yeah. Why did that happen? Were you reckless? Were you like, what's, yeah. what, what's the story behind that one? Like, yeah. what's the story? People want that. And so maintenance is, it's like, oh, well, you did it. You won. People like, people want to know about the time when you are trying to build something major mm-hmm. and I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. And you're, mm-hmm. you know, what is the story of the ramen noodles? I have a friend who's extraordinarily successful. Mm-hmm. She sold her company. She rents yachts now. Yeah. Like I mean, she's on down on, I mean, yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> so she, she has like a limo that drives her around mm-hmm. and she does her work in there. I love this woman. Like, she is my spirit animal. Like, seriously, like, a ferocious person. But she tells me all the time, like, when she's at these things, like, she sits on the board of some major companies and and universities. Mm -hmm. um, And I don't want to call her out because the university that she's on the board of, there's only one other female on that board, which is a whole different thing. Anyway, so she tells me that when they all go out and they're all, like, these interesting, like, you know, the founder of these big companies that you know of and things like that, and they're all just chatting it up like it's normal. But, I mean, I guess it is them. Yeah. She tells me that, like, nobody cares about their lives now. They're big mansions. They're all their things. They care about, like, the rise to it. Yeah. So once you get into that maintenance you have to somehow just get, we say it, get gritty. Like yeah. it's the long-term perseverance towards this lifelong goal of health. Right. One, well, and, and you have a couple good words in there. Lifetime, long-term. This is the longest phase too. Yes. Which that is. It's it's just, it's repetitive and it's boring. And yeah. I think that is where then we move sometimes into the next final stage if I counted right correctly, yes. is relapse. Relapse, yeah. Um, and that's if you've regained some weight. You know, we say slip, don't slide. And he's like, I got, a, I slid a little bit. Yeah. I've gained back a little bit of weight. I gained back a lot of weight. I gained back more weight than where I was. Mm-hmm. 
You know what? I always feel like people are truly their rawest, most emotional, vulnerable. I am a failure. What the hell? I, 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 like I touch, I touch the heavens. I, I, like I hit gold. Like look at these pictures and look what I did and that number on the scale and all the things. And it just messes with you. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, why did I let this happen? And that's the time where I feel like we are the most gentle, like, mm-hmm. Because all of us have slid at something yeah. at some point. It might have been our weight. It might have been something else. You know, yeah. there's always a time where we're gonna we're gonna face obstacles. And then you, I think the the biggest thing there is almost when you acknowledge that you've yeah. hit that obstacle, that barrier, that okay, the weight regain, and then you, like you said, you kind of go back into the cycle, yep. and you refocus you. You start contemplating, do I want to do um, revisional surgery? Is this something that I feel I need surgical intervention or at least a consultation to discuss? Right. Is this something that maybe I want to add a medication on? Yeah. So that's what we have a medical weight loss program and the post-op patients are even more successful. So yeah. that's exciting too. Is this something that I just got to tighten up, get back to the basics, make it a visit with Hannah, yeah. you know, talk nutrition. Right. Talk to, yeah. Figure out the lifestyle, things like that. So then we can, and that's when then you can really quickly and, or float backwards almost into another stage, or you move quickly through, you're skipping the pre-con, like, and you may be there too. You may have regained, you relapsed, and then you don't really think that there's a problem, you know, until you maybe, again, you see a picture, you see, but you're kind of living in your own thing. You've let everything go. And so you might be like, well, I don't need to make a change. I already did the surgery, but then we can hopefully quickly move you back through. Like, all right. You know, I I think this is such an important point. It is never hopeless. Never. You are never just, you never have to just accept that, well, I'm just meant to be, you know, the F word. Like, no, you never, you're, you never have to accept anything. Right. You're, this is your destiny. It's not, you know, and that's when maybe you re-engage with support groups. Maybe Mm -hmm. you attend meetups. Maybe you do, um, you get back into your exercise routine. If that was something that you really like to do meal prepping, um, journaling, talking, therapy, there's a lot of ways to re- engage yourself and kind of get Mm -hmm. back into it. Habits are hard to break. And when you really think about dietary habits, Mm -hmm. if you went back to skipping meals and you find yourself eating that bag of, um, you know, chips at night or whatever throughout the day. Those are, those are things that you really want to kind of re just evaluate. Uh To improve yourself, you got to first know yourself. Yeah, absolutely. know what stage you are in. Absolutely, and again, I think that's where we look at the time is going to be a big thing on that. Like you said it earlier, the honeymoon phase. That's when people they do tend to have it easiest because mm. it's all fresh in their mind and it's all exciting and new. And it's you know you're losing weight week after week after week after week, and then we move into well, just maintaining my weight. Mm. And I think that's also if we look at people who are not in in surgery, but may just be doing weight loss through, maybe you're able to do it through, um, lifestyle intervention or maybe a medical intervention without Mm -hmm. necessarily being at surgery. I always tell people maintenance is the hardest part Mm because a lot of people come to us and they're like, yeah, I've been able to lose 80 pounds on my own before, but I gain it all back. And then some, yeah, because maintenance is not first. It's not sexy. Like weight loss is, you know, no one's talking about your maintenance diet you're talking about a weight loss diet or you're talking about how to lose you know that's on the magazine covers the magazine covers don't say how to continue to live your healthiest life <laughs> like 
that doesn't work. So I always say maintenance is the hardest and longest stretch. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, I love this. I love the stages of change. I love them for so many different reasons and different things you want to do, but change is possible. Change is possible. And, um, and you can use these, like you said earlier, like this can apply to so many different parts of your life. Yeah. And I think too, that that can be helpful when you are assessing what you want your life to look like outside of this. And that also could maybe be something that motivates you in helping you in your maintenance phase, for instance. So maybe something that you want to do is travel more. So you kind of start to get into that as like, that's the change I'm going to make. And how do I put that into place? And that makes it easier for you to maintain because that's aligning with your new goals. Mm -hmm. That is helping you to get to that next step. Maybe it's your job that you know has been miserable for years and you've been wanting to leave and or go into a new field yeah. or do something and that can kind of propel you. So so you can take these because this is like a studied thing. This oh, is yeah. not something we made up. Like this is a psychological, <laughs> like legitimate thing. So you really can pull into other aspects of your life, but then I think it all can tie, they can all kind of tie back into each other yeah, and, and help to keep you within where we want you to be, which exactly. is the action maintenance stages. Exactly. That's where we want to really stay, ideally. Exactly. Because guess what? Life happens and uh, you just readapt and you just keep on yep. going. You just keep on going and changing sure. and embracing it. Yep. Oh my goodness. Well, I um, would love the thought that if you are ready for a change, that you are ready with Body by Bariatrics. Absolutely. And we have our website, bodybybariatrics.com. Mm -hmm. And um, if you're in that pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, listen to all of our podcasts. Yes. We got we got a lot of info and Absolutely. content for you out there. So yes, always check us out at Dr. X Dietitian on Instagram. You can find at Dr. Uh, Dr. Dovek or at hannahskyler.rd. Um, we, our website is drxdietitian.com. We're on YouTube. Find us literally anywhere. Yep. We're everywhere. Yep. We're, we annoy ourselves. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we All do. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye guys. Bye.